has uh, has been jealous of you, has been saying things maybe behind your back, uh, maybe word got back to you that, hey, this person, you know, that you are so near and dear to you, they were saying this X, Y, and Z. Can you still maintain a relationship? So we're going to get to some of the comments on that particular subject. Uh, again, let me... Let me give it to you how I wrote it. So there's like 16 comments. Can you still maintain a healthy relationship with a friend or a family member after you discover that they're secretly jealous of you? Um, let's start here. Uh, Latanya Settle says, yes, you can, because now you know, and I'm lo now loving you from a distance. <laughs> uh, Angel, Angel Smooth said, why do you care? It's their problem, not yours. I will keep my distance. Uh, somebody jealous of me, it is my problem. It's definitely Because <laughs> I don't, especially, I mean, that has a sense of betrayal. And you're close to me. You're my Judas. If you're jealous of me, you're my Judas at this yeah. point. So I'm inviting you into my home. You can see everything that's happening in my home, how I work, how I operate. I'm probably telling you secrets, thinking that they're uh, kept close to the best. So it is my business if you're close. So let's go back to what we said. If it's a friend, or a family member that you love and trust, how do you maintain that relationship? And see, um, I ain't gonna say I'm cut from a different breed. Yeah. So, you know, friend and family definitely is big with me. Because uh, my family, I can definitely ignore whatever they say because they become irrelevant when they say anything like that. But since we blood, I gotta see you. Yeah. So please believe whatever you say, I'm ignore. So you can take it as personal as you want. But I'm still be here with my man or whoever I'm with. Yeah. You hear me? But when it comes to friendship, now that one's different. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm, I'm cut the fuck throat. I'm sorry. Like, I'm like, I am. <laughs> you know how I'm different? I'm going to just start to build a case on you. Because it's natural. I'm going to build a case on you. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to still converse just to see how far you going to take it. I just want to see how far the rabbit hole goes to me. You know what I'm saying? So maybe that makes me fake because I'm going to still be like, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Start being you some false shit about me. Just a little devious. That's all. A little vengeful. That's all. Just a little bit. Acting on it, like, and by acting, I mean voicing it as well. Um, there's no reason it's not, oh, this person was saying this about you, they're jealous, then they aren't my friend, you know? Like, mm. they're, you should never be my friend and talking about me in a closed, like, in a room full of people, right? And you know, talking in a negative way, like, it'd be different if it'd be like, man, I wish I was like Mel, I wish I had, you know, her money or her drive or her this, you know. But when they're like, ah, oh, I can't believe that bitch has this, yeah. or, you know, that's completely different. And I don't have any room in my life for that. Yeah. You know, there's always going to be somebody that's jealous in a sense that they wish they had what you had um, or they wish they could do what you did. Yeah. But when you start to act jealous and you start to act hateful and you start to act in a different direction, that's when I can't deal with the family, friend, mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. it kind of like, it becomes... Humbling also when you say fuck them because it's like when they like oh I wish you did and da 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 because you did da 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 because it's like it makes you think like nigga you don't know what the fuck I did to get here <laughs> you feel me like real talk like fuck what you talking about I've been below where you've been you feel what I'm saying mm -hmm. like, I had to call right my therapist here. three times last you week running up a bill for me I'm. Man, both sides. I, I probably gotta let you go, man. Like, you gotta, once you find yeah, out, I, I cut most people off. Like I just don't. 
I don't feel like I don't see foresee in the future where I got time to deal with the same shit. You know what I mean? And when it comes to these level of things, like I look at everything as symbology. So everything I'm allowing you to do more so, says so much about me more than it does about you. And I'm going to go in rooms with you to where people will see that from you. And this is a good look. You dig? From me, I'm going to miss out on opportunities yeah. because they're going to assume now my whole circle is like this. And, and how can I say it's not? If I'm allowing you to do these things, everybody should be able to do it. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, I don't believe in having expectations when it comes to, like, your self-care and your healing. Like, if you don't like this, stand on that shit no matter who it is. You feel me? Right. And sometimes I feel like that affects our confidence and our ability to love ourselves. Because it's this person over here getting away with all this shit that you come to at home. Like, I ain't going to let nobody do this, this, this. And they've been doing this shit your whole life to you. Right. So you can't live in them, too. That's where you try to make fact and fiction become the truth. You dig? And it's not. The truth has to be, I care about myself so much, I can't let anybody play with me in this type of way. Because if I do, it's going to start opening other areas to where I can't see that somebody's doing this to me. That becomes the issue. It's not that they're a bad person or that they can't change it. It's because the things we allow done to us affect us so much in the future that we can't see. We get to that point and be depressed. Like, man, why is all this shit happening? It's the last five years. All that shit you was letting people joke about and play about what you was doing, call it a little business and shit. Now it didn't came full circle to you. Now you got to deal with it. And I guarantee ain't none of them around to help you deal with it, but they helped you build it up and you allowed them. You dig? So this is where the mantras come in. And it's funny, but um, God, I was watching a movie yesterday, uh, Amsterdam, fire fucking movie. That movie is crazy, but it's on HBO. It's about a whole bunch of things. You know what I mean? But there was a point in the movie to where she said something that was like, blew my fucking mind. <laughs> but she told him there's going to be a time where we're at peace and there's going to be a time where we're at war. Right. And it's not because humans want war or peace. It's because we're forgetful. So we're going to forget that we're at peace. We're going to forget to do the things we did to keep the peace. And then we're going to get into war. And then we're going to do the same thing in war. We're going to forget these bad habits and how to keep lashing out on each other and attacking each other and get back to the peace. So the only thing you have control over is what's going on in this moment, in this minute, you dig? So for me, I like to expand that. Like, there's billions of people in this world, billions. I maybe will only know less than 1% of those people. I'll actually know you. We'll have conversations like this. So for me, knowing that, if you get to the point in my life where I see the jealousy, the resentment, the bitterness, any of those things, I'm going to put you over there on the billion. Like, I just don't have to know you. I don't have to ever speak to you again, you dig? That's the power. That's the magic. That's why I chant. That's why I give myself grace. Because I need that ability because you won't be the only person that tried to do this with me. You were just a lesson. You were just to show me people are capable of trying to do this. But everybody that's tried something against me wasn't successful. So it's showing me I have what it takes to go up against anything. So these events are symbolic more so than I want to right the wrong and keep you around as a friend. I'm trying to learn from what you did. Whether we become friends after this or not, it's irrelevant. You dig what I'm saying? I'm thinking about the higher purpose. So if a person doesn't have that same mindset, eventually we're going to fall off. It may not be today. It may not be in a year. You dig? It's coming, though. So for me, I'd rather speed that shit up. I don't don't like surprises. I don't want to wait. If we ain't going to be cool, let's get to it today. I'm so resolution-based, and I'm so seeing down the road. That's what I'm saying, too, is if I see different cracks, I'm like, why are we still walking down this road together? You know what I'm saying? But see, here's where I say we can maintain a healthy relationship or get back to a healthy relationship. As long as that person is real with themselves. They come up to me and say, hey, you know what? I was hating on you a little bit. You know what I'm saying? And because... People are so delusional about who they are. 
Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's so they be yeah. like, I would never be jealous of no, but your, all your actions show what you are. Or they'll say that they're this, but they're delusional about who they yeah. are. So when you're delusional, I can see who you are as a person. Yeah. I can't take you seriously at this point. I want right. to play devil's advocate. Hey. Like, if you're a liar <laughs> and you're like, I never lie and I'm yeah. keep, I keep it a buck fifty, but like it's evident you're lying. Yeah. I can't take you seriously. I gotta play devil's advocate though, because now this is where we get into trouble as people because I agree with everything you're saying as to one side of it. But the issue is we have all these people taking family and friends back and you have not forgiven them. And you're making them repay and punishing them for what they did to you. See, me, that's my grace. I'd rather walk away because I know myself. I'm going to be on your ass. <laughs> I'm not going to let you forget what the fuck you did to me. So that's part of the reason I'm walking away, too, because you don't deserve that because you may grow and you may have made a mistake. You dig? You just made it at the wrong time. And I got to make you stand on that. You dig? But. Yeah. I give mercy. I brought this up on the show in other ways. Because if you violate me, you know what I mean? I'm going to walk away too. This next nigga with nothing to lose is going to kill your ass. Over what you said. Yeah, yeah. You dig what I'm saying? You yeah. physically hurt me. Right. And I can walk away. They're going to kill you over what you said. Right. So if you want to focus on this area now that I got to cut you off because of what you said, you not you don't see the bigger picture. Because I could have escalated this beyond what you were ready for. And I seen you wasn't ready for that. I won't even fight somebody that's not fighting me back. Right. Once you start covering up, I chill. I back up. Because I'm really not trying to hurt you. I just don't want you to think that you're going to come here and hurt me and I'm not going to do nothing about it. So yeah. I have to stand on that. You dig? Right. That's my character. It's to say... This I would do this in this situation, and then most motherfuckers get it and don't do that. Yeah. If this person cheated on me, I'd never take him back. Boy, done cheated on you five times. Yeah. Like, what are we talking about? So right. it doesn't matter that he's cheating. What are you prepared to do about it in the next relationship? When you like, oh, there's no way he could cheat. He's a good guy, and then he cheats. What are you prepared to do about it? That's what you should be focusing on. Not if you're gonna forgive them or take them back. All of that's irrelevant. Can you forgive yourself for allowing somebody to do this to you? Especially when you consider yourself protected. When you are in your head, nobody plays with me. But when we really dissect your life, everybody play around with your ass. You dig? So now I'm looking at you like, how are you mad at them? How are you mad at that liar for being a liar when you keep taking them back? How are you mad at this cheater for being a cheater when you're going to forgive them? But you ain't really going to forgive them because you got all these jokes. You got these backhanded compliments. See, you've conformed. Now you've become the thing that you're trying to get away from. That's why I don't stay in those situations. Because the only way you can change me is to make me more like you. So if that's not something I want to be like, why the hell am I around you? At all. Unless it's selfishness. Unless it's obligation. Unless you got something I got. Which is now, again, I'm doing the same thing you did to me. So how can I be upset about it? I got to accept it. Clearly, this is the tone. This is how we move with each other. You dig what I'm saying? So as much as we want to go and try to change motherfuckers, like, we really got to look in the mirror. That's the grace. Look at yourself. (laughs) Do you really think they happy? Or are you just miserable where you at? You really think having what they got is going to make you happy? You dig? And this is why that whole terminology, don't be afraid to outgrow people. And then don't be afraid to let people go that are outgrowing you. Because this is what it is. Like, you think you could keep up with this person, but this person is trained. He is trained for that, you know, 100 meter dash or that marathon. And you like, man, I got kids, man. Go ahead and go. Live your life. Or, you know? <laughs> or, 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 I got, or, 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 you know what I'm saying? I, I just, I'm not in that thing yeah. with you. Man, go ahead and live your life. That was cool <laughs> runnings when they was on the track and he tripped him up. And they missed the Olympics. Uh, and then they went to the bobsled and that was y'all's thing. You trying to do something that's not your thing because it's the easiest way you think it's going to get you where you're going. Right. But what you end up doing is tripping somebody else up that could have qualified because you're not supposed to be here, bro. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. They are. So you got to stop questioning. Well, you, you ready for that race? And you're not supposed to be here. Or if you're going to be here, get them their water. Help them stretch. Right. But stop trying to do what they do because you're going to mess it up for both of y'all. Exactly. So if you're going to stand in your powers, so are you here to help? Or are you here to, you feel me, trip a mofo and then keep going? Or are you going to trip a mofo and be like, okay, yeah, pick your ass up. This yeah. what you're supposed to be doing. It's how you're supposed to be doing it. So it goes into where, like, if you standing in your shit, then you ain't going to take no shit either. You feel me? Right. So it's like, yeah, if a mofo go for anything... I can't go for none of that. Just like, you know, what homegirl said, Glorita. Like, <laughs> oh, them bitches go for everything. Yeah. Like, yeah. I ain't going for none of that. that. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> <laughs> whole lesson for yeah. every fucking body. We humble and then we're going to see where we go with this result. Who's standing in their shit? Are you coming back to fuck with me or are you coming back to talk about what, you know what I mean? Man, yeah. this is what, this is why. Oh, good. Go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to say, you have to stand in your shit, though, because, like, with me, like, my motto's always been fuck it. And, yeah. You know, that's not, that's not like, oh, I don't give a shit about anything. Yeah. That's uh um you have to stand in your shit like because I can't forgive somebody because I like you said I know the type of person I am mm-hmm. I can see that you've grown I I can see that you aren't a cheater anymore you might have gone to a therapist found God did this did that but I know in the back of my mind I'm not really gonna let that shit go yeah you gotta be even, perfect even, down there even if I'm not verbally saying it even if I'm not actually causing issues all the time I know in the back of my mind. You're gonna do one little thing. You're gonna breathe the wrong way, and I'm gonna just snap. Yeah. I'm gonna just snap. Yeah. So it's better for me to just let the shit go and just say fuck it on a lot of situations, and keep it pushing, and know what's gonna bring me peace and find the next thing than to sit there and try to hold on to a situation or like forgive somebody even if they were real and came to me because I'm like, oh yeah, no, you were real and yeah, you are yeah. a dope ass person Thanks. and yeah, we probably could get a great. If you was this good of a friend, time. we'd be lit. But, <laughs> But I'm always look at that and, uh, because yeah. the backhanded compliments start coming, the dissing, yep. the leaving them out of stuff, gossiping so, and uh, shit, yeah. shit we shouldn't even if, be doing. If 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 I can't express to you, you know, the error or ba- maybe the disagreement, mm-hmm. then there's no sense because I'm like you said, I'm a resentful person. Yeah. So if you don't give me that avenue, because what I'm trying to do, it ain't even about grace. I don't want you to do this again, or I don't want to be uncomfortable in your presence while you're doing this. Mm. So it was like, hey, you know, this could be you. This could be your thing that you do. I don't want to take you away from you, but I'm saying, hey, I don't deal with this. So if you're going to get an attitude with me or you're going to get anything like that, we might as well not row because, like he said, here come the back in the compliments. I've, mm-hmm. I've, I've taken this too long. <laughs> and then all of a sudden when I'm mad, I'll be like, you drunk motherfucker. <laughs> and it's worse when you funny. Exactly. I got some jokes. I got some jokes. <laughs> um, before we get out of here, we want to talk about um, why you shouldn't be jealous of people that are spoiled or like you feel like life is being handed to them. As we had mentioned earlier, you don't know even the burden of that, you right. know, uh, because certain people can't help that someone has taken a liking to them and wanted to make their life easier. Uh, but when you should, you shouldn't be jealous of people who are spoiled or brats or anything like that because they're honestly living in their own hell. If that gifted hand withdraws from them. They, I've seen it happen. This is what turns a lot of them into drug addicts. When that, you know, that benevolent hand is released from mom or dad or they have to be pushed out into the world, they now no longer know what to do. You know what I'm saying? Um, I've seen it to where these spoiled people, they just don't even know how to interact or treat people because, Mm -hmm. you know, mom or dad has, you know, made them feel like this, that, and the other. So now they become cruel, mean girls, become mean guys Mm -hmm. because now everything is supposed to go my way. Everything is supposed to be this. And honestly, I wanted to play something. 
Because uh, we learned this lesson a long time ago in uh, Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. Mm -hmm. uh, Baruka, I, I, I can't think of her last Baruka name. Baruka who? Baruka Salt. Yeah, exactly. So let me, let me explain. I already this for you. knew what you were saying. Yeah, exactly. Baruka. <laughs> hey, that is my movie. The original uh, and the newer one. I seen one. they was remaking yeah. it too. This is from the original. <laughs> I, I said the same thing. And my grandmother used to say, you'll see how they end up in life later on. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Now, of course, you know, I don't worry about Diddy's kids. They always right, right. want to, you know what I'm saying? But at the end, I don't even worry about Blue or anybody like that. Yeah. But at the end of the day, they live life with a different perspective. Absolutely. Than we do. You know Absolutely. what I'm saying? We have to go to work. We have to work for what we want. And I'm not saying, I'm not hating on anybody who has a rich parent or who has, because this is what we're supposed to do. We're supposed to make life easier for the next generation. But you, um, you enable that activity. You enable yeah. that everybody has to do it. And once they get out here into this real world, they feel that same way. And like you said, there's somebody waiting on you to be like, oh, I'm going to make an example. And this is it. why we have to research things, because we come up with these opinions and ideas without the facts. You know what I mean? But even look at super successful people. You rare, they rarely had super successful parents. Their parents were broke and poor. And <laughs> you couldn't even tell me their name. And then look at all the people who had those type of parents. Like, they on drug addictions are spunked out. Like, they not doing anything, you know, right. or living off the parents' name still. So right. that's the perspective. Like, I think it would be easier to live if your parents was nobody. Like, it's harder for them that your parent is somebody. Yeah. That people look at you and see P. Diddy. Because now they're expecting you to be above P. Diddy. Yeah. Because I, I, you have all these resources. Yeah. Why are we also hating on the Nepo babies? Yeah. Well? Because wasn't the American dream to come over here, live this lavish lifestyle, to be able to provide for a family, like be able yeah. to get all of that stuff. Thank you for saying To that. stop the generational curse, you know? that right. That's the whole point. So then when we have these spoiled kids and, like, these nice things, like, why is that? an issue if that's what we're trying to do yeah. to babies. Well, you know i think it's for me it's it's because it causes confusion you know what i mean like i don't mind people in this country living when they're rich you know what i mean essentially especially when they're white the issue with having black people in these type of dynamics is you create a sense of black privilege which is a non-existent thing yeah. it's not real and they find that out when they deal with the police yeah. or deal with the court yeah. or deal, you know what I mean? So we're putting them in a fantasy world. And, and I think a lot of that's where the comparisons are coming from. Like, I don't think anyone back, even back in the day was looking at the king like, oh, I want to be the king. You know what I mean? Like, they're living in a fantasy if they don't want to be themselves. Right, right. So they're trying to find the most glamorous thing. But you haven't researched this. You don't know the responsibility that comes with this. Yeah. They used to have to lead everybody in the war. They, you know, they used to have to be away for months on diplomacy. They have to... You don't want you don't want they life. 
Yeah. Like, so like they would take you away because they don't want nobody to know who you are because of who you are because you're out here being watched. People are trying to kill you. You're a target yeah. because of who you right. are. So you know what I mean? Like the fame and the fortune that actually deplete like what what, what it really is. Yeah. You know what I mean? They're because, dying for exactly, real. Exactly. Because you're supposed to be on the back end handling some shit that we can't handle. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So right. you have to be protected, and then you gotta be ready to go do your shit by yourself with nobody else. Like you said, like an army, you know, a warrior. Like you got shit to do. So this fame and fortune you sit on your you can't do that for too long. Yeah. You want you to get comfortable with somebody who shot you on your head. And look so at our stars. Look at Michael Jackson. Look at Beyonce. You know what I mean? Like, nobody wants to be them. Like, nobody. They love them. They love them because they're doing it. Because now I don't have to do it. We still get Beyonce, and I ain't got to sing a note. Exactly. <laughs> But nobody want to be. Have you seen a schedule in Michael Jackson's life? He didn't get to sit down and breathe. No. It's go dance, interview, playing, car, paparazzi, these people your business, back to interview again, show, and rehearsal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he can't even have friends. Can't even have friends. Like, like, you, you, you don't want that life, man. Friends. You don't want that life. I don't want that. That's They always ask me that. Do you want fame or to be rich? I'd rather be rich and hit. Yeah. Hand. And be you know, nobody. And be nobody. <laughs> and you know, mind my business. Exactly. <laughs> and it's a difference between riches and wealth. You know what exactly. Know word it like that. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. And we already have black wealth. Again, that's the issue. We we're trying to buy into the American dream. I think that's why it was easy to consider us African American because we're trying to live both. You dig? But we got to pick one because what they do in Africa is not what we do here. That's why all eyes on America. They're trying to be reinventive, but they've been doing that for hundreds of years. You're still just known for slavery and racism. Like there's not really much else we can consider y'all for. So for us, the wealth is growing our own food, owning our own land, fuck on our own property and buildings. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So as long as we're trying to get rich, yeah, they're winning. We're playing into the programming. Because wealth is weak. Right. I told I told my significant other when Kareem said, Well, you know, it's good that LeBron James did this because now, you know, that gives something for Bronny and Bryce to go for. I said, No. <laughs> Absolutely not. not gonna I said that. I would actually have Bronny get out and not even pursue going to the NBA at this point. Yeah. I mean, I I, I would really, I would have him play through college. And be like, this is the end of the road for you, buddy. Shot, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, for him to even chase that, and he competing with Bryce. Shit, Bryce is nice. Yeah, Bryce is even nice. And he the one hitting the growth spurt. He's gonna be Bronze Hart. Yeah, He's gonna be still. huge. I'm not saying that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> they won't be great ball players. You know, your life is destined to be what it's supposed to be. Yeah. They're part of the greatest programs and things of that nature, but. To even put that on their shoulders right now, yeah, that's automatically going to psych you out. Like I yeah. have to beat this, oh, yeah. and look how it affected Bron. They did that to him since he's been in the league. Yeah, and that's why even he was saying like, "We win another ring, I'll cry." Like I'm not crying behind this. So then the context too. Why are people pointing out Anthony Davis? Like Bron didn't even really care. He celebrated. He's just an emotional person. Yeah, you always gonna get his emotional. But he's focused. You dig what I'm saying? He's focused on the bigger picture, which is a ring. Same with AD. Because right. I don't even think bro got a ring. Or he got the one with Bron. They're in a bubble, yeah. So that's the biggest thing because they're getting towards the end of their career. Can we even count the one in the bubble? I don't. But, again, <laughs> people call me a Bron hater when I don't. Because I, I don't care for LeBron. I love him as a human being. I love him as a father and a business owner. I don't care for him as a basketball player, how his career went. I'm a Kobe guy, so that's a lot of the reason why. Is because he was self-proclaimed the king. Y'all y'all crowned him before he had a title. Right. So y'all wanted him to be where he was. So no matter what he did, y'all was going to be comparing him to Jordan. When they put him past Kobe, that's when I was just done having the conversations. Like, I was done talking. I was like, oh, I see. Y'all just don't like Kobe. Like, <laughs> y'all try to project that on us about LeBron. I love LeBron as a person. You right. know what I mean? 
But as a hooper, I need that killer instinct. I need somebody that's going to make their teammates cry in the locker room. Kobe, Kobe <laughs> is the epitome of what a strong ego is. Yes, yes, absolutely. Never jealous. I've never seen this man jealous of anyone. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Even he took the comparisons of you not Jordan in stride. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, he, he totally got it. Like, you know, I got my style from him, but it was still two different mentalities yeah. when it came to the style of play. And uh, when we say strong ego, we could all learn a lesson from Mamba mentality. Oh, you know what I'm saying? Strong swag. I tap into bro every day. Strong ego swag. Yeah. Strong swag. Strong, strong. I like he that. He definitely walked in with, you know what I mean, grace too. Like he ain't had the same much sometimes. But yeah. He, but he got a why? big ego though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he got, because you're not, if you talk shit to him, he going, we one on one. We're a thousand dollars right now. Right. If you talk shit against Jordan, you're talking about, I ain't scared I eat five for breakfast. He was no ho. He was no ho. Yeah. He just had to, he had to be hum more humble after the whole court shit, after the accusations and that that situation. You know what I mean? But right. yeah, he he was all ego driven. But he's the point. That's why I separate Kobe and Jordan from LeBron. Like they have this mindset: I am going to be the best. And LeBron's more so: I'm gonna do my best. I'm gonna do everything I can do. You know what I mean? I might not be the greatest in it, but I'm gonna do everything. And these two are like, I'm the best. There's nobody that's going to be better than me. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. what helped fuel that was Michael and Kobe was battling each other in the league. Right, right. Kobe was putting 45, 50 up on him. You know what I mean? And LeBron and Kobe never got that chance. Like, we wanted them in the finals bad. Mm-hmm. Real bad. Right. You know what I mean? But I don't think LeBron wanted that. Like, LeBron is going for everybody. I love where he's at. We right. need what he's doing. You right. know what I mean? But that's why he's so hard to compare to everybody that came before because he's been scrutinized, but he's been loved. Yeah. Yeah. This is where niggas don't do research. They hated Jordan in the beginning. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They hated Kobe. Like, the, they, the tabloids was talking crazy about them. I, I think that came, I mean, because living through that from 83, 84 yeah. to about 92, Jordan was... But beloved, you, yeah, yeah, yeah. But once the gambling started coming out, the dad start, you know, the dad was murdered, and we saw the flawed Jordan. That's when they yeah. were like, "Oh, this ain't he ain't the angel that we thought he was." Yeah, uh, the same thing to Kobe. You know what I'm saying? Uh, family guy worked hard on the court, but then once that thing happened in Colorado, we just start poking holes. Yeah. And this is why, like going back to the beginning of the conversation, you don't know the weight that somebody carries. You envy their life. You want to be like, oh, I want, but you don't know what it takes to be that person. You know what I'm saying? So you have to take an inventory of yourself. Yeah, you may not have enough money to last you to the end of the week, but you know what I'm saying? You don't have a camera jammed in your face. And somebody, you might like that. You might want yeah. the attention. We're, we're a lot of, there's a lot of attention whores nowadays. You know what I'm saying? I get it. But day in and day out, you can't even go to the store. It's like the Midas touch. Yeah. You know, the story of King Midas. You want all this shit, and the next thing you know, you turn in your daughter go, and you're like, oh, take this shit from me. No, this is what you asked Exactly. You asked for this shit. You know what but I'm saying? our journey is, too, like, we got to stop caring. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, a person's opinion is no more than their view of the world. Like, mm. you dig what I'm saying? So it says more about them than it does about us. And a lot of times we get into these back and forths because of what we think someone is saying versus what they could potentially be saying or if they even talking to us at all. You dig what I'm saying? So when we take ourselves out of that, we'll let more people have these open discussions and conversations and realize they could be a healthy place. We can have healthy competition through certain things. But if we come into this resentment and this jealousy, which for me, if you can give somebody the benefit of the doubt in a negative way, like you a hater to me. I don't care. It's about what you focus on. 
everybody has a life. You know what I mean? One of my favorite people that's ever walked this earth is Aunt Whitney. Like, if you can bring up the drugs and not the voice, this says so much more about you than what you think you're saying about her. Right, right. You dig what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. That, does, that one time does not define her. Right. And a whole lifetime of things that she accomplished, mm-hmm. you dig? So that's the hate. That's why I listen to what people say. I listen to the context in what you're saying. I listen to, did you come into this? Like, oh, you know, they're a good person, but they had their flaws. Or are you just like, oh, man, they fucked up and they be cheating and they broke. And, like, and I'm like, interesting. You know what I mean? And, and an hour ago, you told me this, the love of your life. I love this, my husband. And now I'm listening to how you talk about them. It says everything about you. I'm not getting any information about them. I'm not going to meet him like, oh, you probably a cheater and a gambler. I'm looking at them like, bro, you have no loyalty. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Either you're a messed up person, you surround yourself with messed up people and make them feel small to make yourself feel big. See, that's the other ego building. That's a weak mm-hmm. ego to me, though. Right. When you got to be loud and seen and out there. That's why I would agree Kobe has a big ego. But like with you, it's more of a swag. Like you have to know him to see that. I'm the same way. Like most people think I'm quiet. Funny, it's hilarious to me. It just goes to show you don't know me. You dig what I'm saying? Because I don't just be myself with everybody. So you wouldn't be able to know me unless you took the time to get to know me. You you couldn't look online or try to trick me into getting information. You dig? So I had to stop caring. Like, if you feel a way about me and you haven't told me, like, that is none of my business. And if you do tell me, I can acknowledge that and thank you for telling me and then let you know, like, this changes nothing moving forward with my life. Thanks for that information. (laughs) But... If you were coming here to break me or get me to react or be triggered, you know what I mean? I've dealt with that a long time ago, and I healed that. So thank you for coming here today because this was the test. You reassured me that I'm good, that I've healed from that because I could have smacked your ass. You know what I mean? But where where would that have put us? And I had to learn. I said more about me reacting like that versus you cowering and people thinking you a hoe or whatever they think. You know what I mean? I like a fucking bully. Like I look like I can't be okay with myself through how I'm moving in this situation. So at that moment, it's not, it's never a woe is me. It's a how can I be better? You know what I mean? When I'm verbally, when I'm sarcastic, I'm just going. It's not a oh damn, let me apologize. It's stop talking like that. If this is gonna give you that emotion and you sit I always run around crying, stop talking like that. That is the only growth. And I don't need to tell you that. It's not my journey to make things right with you. It's my journey to be a better person. So if I fuck you over, I don't have to come find you in two years. Like, yo, I got better. Look at me. Look, I'm, I'm not doing it no more. You dig? Like, my journey for you is you trusting that, you know, he going to fix it. Whether I run into you ever again or not, I'm going to give you the benefit of the doubt that you're going to get better. You know what I mean? And if I don't want you to, I'm going to assume the worst. I'm going to assume you're going to keep doing this to everybody, which now that's your karma. The fact that you did it to me, now you're going to do it to everybody. Your kid's going to do it to you. You Mm. dig? That's what's this whole eye for eye shit's coming. That's why I say we got to give grace. Even when they hurt you, you got to try to find some grace and understand they are not them circumstances. They're not a bad person because they did a bad thing. They have a whole span of a life. So the encouragement sometimes is when we walk away. It's when a person doesn't see me retaliate. They're mind fucked. They're like, damn, if somebody would have did that to me, but I'm not you. (laughs) And ask yourself what you got every time you reacted that way. I don't want that anymore. So I'm moving different. And this situation is the only time I could have shown that. I could write a book about it. I can make a post. It's irrelevant. When that time comes, how are you going to move? You dig? That's our yeah, growth. I yeah, and I, that's what makes me kind of appreciate LeBron. Because he's like, yeah. you know, very humble. So yeah, it's like, he is. People yeah. always come at him. But I feel like he understands, like, he's pretty much the point or the prime of the process. You know what I mean? Because right. when it does go to the top one after them where do you go you know what i mean so like he's like the process of basketball i feel like because he goes to all the teams and then you also think back to what he's doing on the back end for the community with the schools mm-hmm. you know the black white you know the whole white family and stuff and it's just like people still push it out though and be like he's still the fuck boy blah, 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 yeah. blah, blah. but he still walks in you still see he's going heavy though he yeah. don't 
really smile as much, but he's yeah. still doing it. So that's like the process, and he knows that's his place. So I feel like that's why he wasn't really eager to even go against Kobe, because in reality, he's thinking his head like, I'm here just doing my part, he doing his part, respect. You feel what I'm saying? But if we come to that point, I'm doing what the fuck I gotta do. But yeah. you feel, I know what it is. And it was kind of like, that's why I look at LeBron like, he doing what the fuck he gotta do, and he's still like, it is. I like, it is. I like his balance. Mm-hmm. Um, because he has it all. He mm-hmm. has the career and the family. I can see a lot of men resenting the fact that, you know, they can work hard but end up losing their wife. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? They can work hard but end up fucking their kids up because they're never home. Yeah. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah. And it's like, damn, you know what I'm saying? He has everything, you know what yeah. I mean? So I can see this, this is why I'm saying is like, we have to understand that the path in life that you go down is just the path. It, it, you may not have chose all the variants, that happened with it, but you got like you said, you just gotta accept the good with the bad and like yeah. okay. You know, I, I had to come to a uh an enlightenment to say both my mom and my father weren't the greatest parents, but they are great people. Yeah. My mom, you know what I'm saying, a great person. A hard in the truth world. too, man. A hard truth. A lot truth. of humility to say something like yeah, that. Yeah, they are great people. The because things that they have done great for me. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. I, I wish but this is why I think, like, when I bring my Giving uncle Grace in, over here, look yeah, at you. Exactly. <laughs> but, but before we started this, I was I was not this person that yeah. you see yeah. today. I know, like, when I bring my uncle here, like, you gonna bring your whole dysfunctional family? Yes. Yeah, let's get it. Let's get it. Let's make it special. Right, right, right. Bring mine in too. Let's go. He was the guy that was given everything. You know mm. what I'm saying? Given everything. He was the prodigal son, like mopeds, mm. money. You know, girls, anything that he wanted, he got. But it, you know, destroyed him for a minute. Mm. But now to see this guy now, loving wife, family, house in the suburbs, and life just came full circle for this guy. And even looking at him, I was looking at God like, God damn. <laughs> like, he, did all, he did all this <laughs> shit. And he's, he lives a wonderful life. You know what I'm saying? But this is what I'm saying is that this show even helps me mm-hmm. in a lot because my path has been hard, but... My path is great. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I love the path that I'm on. I love the fact that, you know, I didn't do the piano thing because if I did that, then I I wouldn't be doing this thing right here. This yeah. is my own thing that yeah. I claim. You know what I'm saying? So it, anytime I'm transparent, it's to help you guys out there. It's to help the people that say, well, why do I feel this way? Sometimes people are beating themselves up and be like, man, why do I feel this way? I love this person. Right. You know what I'm saying? You ever seen a bodyguard? Yeah. She love loved the movie. shit out of her si- sister. You know love what I'm saying? Movie. But she just couldn't understand why Whitney just kept getting all the attention. So that's where humility kicks in. That's the grace I'm referring to. Like, you can still like something and something make 100% sense for you, you and you not be a part of it. That's where we as humans fuck up. We feel like we got to be a part of everything or in every conversation <laughs> right. or because this person got a sandwich. Now I'm supposed to get a sandwich. And then they're going to look at you like, you don't even eat sandwiches. I know, but still, like, nah, this is the problem. <laughs> Stop trying to see yourself in their life because you don't know what's going on. And if you want to know, do the research. That's why I love the LeBron and Kobe, you know what I mean? Because them two were good friends, too. But it's the, you see yourself in your heroes, you dig? This is what took me towards Kobe. He had a similar upbringing that I had. Mm-hmm. He had both parents in the home, so he had to deal with that. A lot of people assuming you got to be a certain way because you got two parents versus LeBron didn't have a father in the home. Mm-hmm. So what made them the same was they used their same time the same way. Mm-hmm. Kobe, he had a gym built in his house. His mom was in the Olympics. His dad was in the league. Like His dad was overseas. Yeah. So he moved around a lot, but he had a gym in his house. So what he used to say is, I, did, I chose not to go to parties. I chose not to kick it with friends. I was in the gym all day. 
That's all I knew to do. I was just always in the gym. I always had my ball. That's everything I did. LeBron, no father in the house, just the mom. You could be in the hood. You could be playing with the kids. I chose to go to the park. I spent all my time at the park working on my left hand, working on lives. So they took two different situations and did the same thing, which shows you it's about what you do. It's not your circumstances. It's not what's around. It's not if two parents in the home, one, none. What are you doing with that opportunity? What are you doing with that time? And the both of them, it took them to places I'm sure they couldn't imagine of being as a child. To me, that's the goal. You know what I mean? Creating a life for yourself that you can't recognize. <laughs> yeah, so I love both of them guys. And that, and that is what plagues our community is we play into that comparative. We see two great things and we got to put them against each other when we start getting into this inclusive attitude with ourselves and our greatness that's when we can start appreciating others greatness but when we got to have what this person has and they should be doing it this way and y'all should have been took off a long time ago like that's the problem you know what i mean because some people can ignore that but most people that's in their head still they hear your voice like well you should be doing this at 18 y'all should have sold a hundred thousand last year they can hear that yeah, yeah. you dig so my mindfulness in trying to change is i don't speak like that no more i try to give people grace I see you struggling. I'm assuming you need help. I'm going to ask you. You need help? Mm -hmm. You come talking to me about something? I'm going to ask you, are you venting or do you want my help? You know what I mean? So I'm going to play my part and stop trying to play everybody else's part and mm. worry about how you play yours. And it'll make us better as people. You dig? Absolutely. Dope. Go ahead, Queen. Oh, man. So I did want to say, because like the show Reflections, you know what I mean? It's showing everything holistically, like King said earlier, you know, symbolically and stuff, because... Like you were saying, you definitely give a lot of your family a lot of acknowledgement, and you also show the pain and the growth within them. And then, just with the little time that I've been here, I see that with the you. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah, so it's like, absolutely. Apple don't fall from grow. a tree. You feel what I'm yeah. saying? So you've mm -hmm. grown like hugely. You feel yeah. what I'm saying? With seeing the struggle and actually digging in within your vulnerability, which a lot of men do not do. Right, right. You know what I mean? Which is showing a lot of strength you know what i'm saying because it's brought strength to us for me I, you know, yeah yeah sure. extremely so you know it definitely um brings more point you know what i'm saying to words and meaning and stuff like that because you're actually showing it you're showing you know 48 laws of power and everything because it's like we're showing that we all need help we all need healing you know what yeah I'm saying? yeah but absolutely we're doing it without saying the words you hear what i'm saying so it's kind of mm -hmm. like we're bringing more power to it we're intense so. and i'm gonna respond to that i'm gonna let melanie bring us home um, it goes back to what he said earlier. I had to Eminem my situation. Everything was used against me. Oh, your mom this, your dad this, you ain't this, you ain't that. Everything was used against me to keep me in that mindset of I'm not, I'm not going to be shit. So now I'm like, I know different, but now, okay, before you get a chance to say it, I'm going to bring him in here. Let's talk about it. You know what I'm saying? Let me Eminem the situation to where you don't have shit to say about me because now I'm using it as strength because I'm already showing you that this hurt me. I'm already showing you that this broke me down as a person. But at the end of the day, I'm like, okay, well, once I've accepted it, now where, where, where do I go now? Now I'm going to build myself up as a person. You know what I'm saying? So this is why, like I said, be like, uh, Lane shares too much. No, the fuck I don't. You know who I am. Right. <laughs> Not enough. <laughs> yeah, that's the what don't kill you, make you strong. Exactly. I agree with you exactly. wholeheartedly with that. Close us out, Mel. 
Um, well, I just, I, I just agree with everything you guys are saying. Um, I used to be just so worried about what people thought, and um, I realized it doesn't fucking matter mm -hmm. how you feel about yourself at the end of the day and what you can live with and what you're doing to get to what you want to do, not what other people think you should do or what other people did themselves. That's all that matters. Yeah. And it doesn't matter if you're rich, if you're poor, if you're famous, if nobody knows you, whatever the hell you want to do, that's all that matters at the end of the day because it doesn't matter if it's somebody else's plan and it's a great plan that will get you millions and millions of millions if it's not what you want to do you aren't going to be happy mm -hmm. and yeah, so yeah. at the end of the day it doesn't matter unless it's what you want to do how you can do it and whatever it is on your terms yep hey yes. so live <laughs> your life hey, hey. <laughs> <laughs> all right tonight we will be at double take celebrating Tavon's birthday aka t Dottie. It's going up, man. A bunch of R&B artists in the building. I will be there as well. So please make sure that you tap in tonight. Double take right in, uh, off the corner of Whittier and High Street as we'll be in the building to celebrate my guy. And then tomorrow is Freedom Friday, so we're going to be talking about the State of the Union. Uh, address how it uh, will affect you, how it's going to affect us uh, uh, with this upcoming election year. We really have to talk about these things, especially where the economy is going right now. Um, next week, I do want to piggyback off of that conversation tomorrow. And let's talk about 50-50 relationships nowadays that the economy is going nuts. Ooh. Let's definitely tap into 50-50 relationships because we got a lot of alphas out here that want to say that, hey, they, they want to control everything and pay for everything. But how are you faring in this economy right now? So we're going to talk about 50-50 relationships next week, all right? God loves you and I do too. We out of here. Peace. Peace.